How are you? I'm Wes Evans, and welcome to a homebrew podcast. It's like Lord of the Rings if Lembus bread were made from Guinness and Aragorn had a thick Aran jumper. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition show where the people and places are inspired by the beers we drink at the table. Our Dungeon Master Ben is like the games console, and Gav, Lucy, Keelan and myself are the players, mashing the controller trying to beat the stampede level in The Lion King. And we are hoofing beers into us the whole time. Right, anyway, uh, thanks for checking us out. I uh, hope you enjoy this episode of Homebrew. As a famed Dungeon Master's heart once said, making the switch from solo RPGs to group games. Till now, I always roll dice on my own. I never really played until I met you. Hey, hey, welcome to Homebrew. We avoid the crushing dullness of everyday unlife using our two favorite forms of escapism, alcohol and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this is obviously the Halloween episode, as you can tell. We've all dressed up as characters from our favorite podcasts. Um, you can, we don't have to explain who we are, because I think if you're in the sidebar and you want to guess, if you know the podcast we're from, just, just shoot it in. If, you, uh, if you're below the table in the comments, if you're listening to it on podcast, um, you won't know. <laughs> uh, you won't get the visual gags. Oh, God. <laughs> that's sweet, sweet ASMR rustling you're hearing if you're listening to the podcast. Sorry, is, is Lucy dressing up as her favorite character from her favorite podcast? I can't. I, this looks better before. I, it turns out a plastic bag on your head is uh, is quite scary to have on for long periods of time. <laughs> I didn't leave it on. Oh, wait, I got it. Yeah, he does. He, he, they do a poll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, this, this, um, you're obviously Mark Marin from WTF, Lucy. Is that is that right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm Simon Mayo. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm blind boy. Look, it's me. I this is <laughs> I'm gonna have to take this off. I'm sorry. This is impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, guys. It's me the whole time. Oh, I thought we had blind boy. I was like, what? <laughs> Actually, any podcast or any stream could have Blind Boy on as a guest, provided you have someone who can do a sufficiently good Blind Boy impression. Or, yeah. 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 And luckily, everyone knows how good I am with accents. Ben, you were afraid that I was just going to wear glasses and be Sarah Koenig. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm actually Stephen Tobolowsky. Oh, of course. Yes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. You have three costumes. <laughs> yes, they're all equal parts. This is my own personal podcast, uh, which I can be the favorite character. Anyway, sorry, Ben, for derailing you. No, no, no. It, it is my the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time watching, uh, why? Uh, go back to the start. <laughs> the story and everything. This would make no sense. Um, they're all on YouTube. They're all on podcasts. And if it is not your first time watching, if you've seen this show before, you know that we drink and we use the beers we're drinking to inspire the world around us as we play. Uh, speaking of drink, uh, the scariest thing ever is happening today. I'm not drinking because uh, I'm starting a new job in the morning. So I have a cup of tea and some water uh, and suddenly all our audience will learn it's not me being drunk that leads to slurred words and forgotten sentences. That's just me. Well, you're, that's just what you're saying, right? Because your your new bosses could literally be listening. Yeah. Um, yes. So. I, I doubt. But uh, and also, they might recognize me. I'd be like, that, one, that wasn't me. That's Galton Man. No, no, that was Frederick to Bonesby from the hit show Tells of Magic. I'm Ben Clifford from the unhit show Homebrew Quest. 
That was Ken Blifford. You don't. Mm. <laughs> My stoner alter ego. <laughs> Blifford. Blifford's a good name. <laughs> Maybe I'll dress up as a giant joint next year and be Ken Blifford, uh, the party <laughs> dude. Uh, what what are you guys drinking though? Uh, to my immediate uh, left on the overlay or right rather, uh, Paul, you're you're next up. What's um, up? I'm I'm drinking a uh, Vindenberg ginger ale, uh, like ginger beer with um, with rum in it. Very nice. And I'm also drinking uh, Donny Brook Fair's original cola with rum in it. Um, <coughs> The the rum I got is a Captain Morgan, so right, not not an amazing rum, but it's a good rum. You know? Have we come across a Captain Morgan on this so far? I'm not no, sure. Not so yeah. we've been on many yeah. many ships and met people in power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Never met a Captain Morgan. Never had the chance. No. Um, say it's not a great rum. It's the rum that's gotten it got us through a lot of times in the past, uh, back in the day. Yes. Yeah, like the same as Bulmer's cider to teenage drinking. It's like um, Captain Morgan's to like college drinking. Yeah, yeah, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what am I drinking? I'm drinking different things this week. I am drinking some, uh, this, how do you pronounce that? Gaffel, this lemon, lovely. That's, yeah, that's, like, lemon. that's a Rattler. Yeah, it's a Rattler. It's only 2%. And it's so good. So that's why I've just already drank a bunch of it without um, feeling guilty. But yeah. it's delicious. Uh, what else have I got? I got um, the Dungarvan Drink Greenway. In oh, case nice. we need a quick escape, maybe I can create a greenway for us to pass. Yeah, nice, good plan. Um, I don't know what that's going to taste like. I might not like that. But then this uh, session IPA, because I tried a session IPA the other night with you guys, and I liked it. So that was the thought process there. And then I've got some lager just for just in case. Got a Brooklyn lager. Yeah. Nice. I'm at. And finally, Keelan. Uh, I am also on the Rattlers. No surprises there, I suppose. But, you know, the classic grapefruit Steagle Rattler. But that I've had the Gaffel. It's it's delicious. I mean, these 2% beers, they're just such a great choice. Also, when I was drinking you guys, I think I started on the 2% beers in the morning and just persisted throughout uh, <laughs> until, until normal beers. And it just keeps you going, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a nice tipper-upper. Yeah. An all-day sipper, as I call them. Just delicious, like. Um, and then in the background, I have a uh, The Charming Man, which, as I recall, wasn't your favorite, Ben, anyway. It's a sour, apricot sour. Um, yeah, something about it just didn't. Um, it's very gasoline-y. Okay, I well. It was horrendous. I, I liked it. I liked it, but, you know, it has 18 Plato. That's my favorite. That's my favorite stat. Oh, nice. 18 Plato. I'm not sure what that means, but, you know. Where Put that against the pants. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, it's probably, probably similar. Um, and then this, which I've forgotten the name of, but it's also delicious. What's all the names on the back? Is it uh, Hanai Gana? It's a pineapple, orange, guavo, and milk sugar. And oh. as I was saying over the weekend, I think milk sugar is when you finished your Weetabix and there's still some sugar in the bottom of the bowl, and then you eat the sugar with the milk. I think that's what milk sugar is. Some people have argued it needs lactose, uh, just in another way of saying it. But no, I'm you know, lactose that's... exists as a word, so you'd have to use a new word. So I think I think these brewers were having their breakfast cereal over the barrel. Yeah. Whoops a daisy, in it goes. Yeah, yeah there's milk sugar in this. I mean, it's it's a great new thing. I'd never I'd never had a name for it, but now I can call it milk sugar whenever I eat Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> 
you gonna finish that milk sugar? Can I can I have ends on your milk sugar? <laughs> See, yeah, a quick trick: give yourself just pour some sugar into the milk rather than you know accidentally missing the Weetabix or something. You got extra milk sugar to look forward to. You know, none mm. of that disappointment. It's a good idea. <laughs> it's a breakfast hack. <laughs> in the sidebar. If you're drinking and watching, or if you're watching afterwards and you're having a drink while you watch the show, let us know in the comments and, and the other ways. While you're there, while you're looking at us on YouTube, uh, click all those buttons. Wes isn't here this week, obviously. This is like Wes's busiest time of life every year. You'll, you'll notice a pattern around this time of year on the show. Uh, he is off somewhere. Who knows? I actually don't. I know he's he's has to travel for his job, but I don't know where that man is. Um, that makes it sound like he's maybe a ghoul and like Halloween is really busy for him. He's all Oh, he really funny. like his family yeah. are ghouls. It's like and everyone <laughs> chips in. It's it's a real ghoulish day for them all. Um <laughs> but he will haunt us if we don't tell you to like and subscribe and do all the YouTube things. So please do that to save ourselves. Um do I don't think there's much else to talk about. Know what his show. family of ghouls eat on Halloween as a big dinner? Goulash. Uh, oh. Hey. <laughs> There's a Halloween joke I, I might have invented, but probably haven't. <laughs> don't get don't get Halloween crackers. You should. There's way more jokes to make about like spooks and yeah, gooks I mean, and, and, and ghouls and all that kind of stuff. Well, the, the other Halloween jokes are like, I don't know, what's like a ghost's favorite cereal or something? I can't remember the punchline though, so that one doesn't help. Skeletons going to parties, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, skeletons going to parties. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. No body to go with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. yeah. The, the cereal one, I uh, it's spook. Spookio? Oh, I don't know. I can't Spookios. remember. It's like it's it's slightly better than that. <laughs> but, corn booze. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. There's other ones anyway. Goulash. Are, I've uh, added my hat into the ring. Goulash, I think, is a good one. That's a good one. I'll see if I can come up with one. Why are uh, ghosts always drunk? Um. Uh, nope. All the booze. I go. Look at that. That's, that's pretty good. Well, let's, let's just do this as a show. <laughs> this, is <great. laughs> yeah, yeah. this is my night. <laughs> <laughs> this is Keelan's dream. Literally, this would be your favorite thing to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, just sit here, sit here in silence until we. I got another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I think I have it. Yeah. No, me, no, no, no. Me and Paul just go off the stream, just like. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> before we fall down that rabbit hole um that's pretty much it for top top of the show announcements let's crack on um i think we're good everyone good everyone feeling good the frederick to bonesby isn't a ghoulish character i don't know why i'm being just kind of you know classically halloween um <laughs> but I'm, I'm, it's it's how i feel i feel like i look like one of those um you know those things in the motion detective things? You walk by someone's house and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting sort of like a the masked singer vibes with this jacket. Like you look like you're about to take off your head and there's a YouTuber inside. There's so, Kermit inside, so, which is honestly like the hardest thing to guess. How are you going to guess Kermit the frog was in a snail? Mads. Mads. Yeah, I have to see Mads. Well, without further abu. I'm going to stop. Grab yourself a drink, pull up a chair as we dive into a world where anything is possible, but not always probable. Welcome back to the realm of Hibernia. And punks, uh, it's been a while, so do you want me to take this one? Yeah. yeah sure. You had made your way 
from the kingdom of Ossery, your new temporary or or you know fairly recent home base for the battle against Rua and to try save the world from ending. And in order to secure that as your base of operations, King Faradoc needed to get a stone titan's heart, I believe. Stone golem's heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gob- have stone oh. goblin, yes. The stone goblin's heart. <laughs> Was it? Um, no, it, it's a golem. It's just yeah. a golem. Oh, see, you're making fun of me there. I was literally making clarifying which of those two words that was <laughs> okay so stone golem let me scrape that out okay stone yeah. golem and you were making your way towards the uh widow's ravine which is where you as a child you have heard stories of stone golems up there and potentially that's where you might find one but on your way through these dark and obscuring mists and through this kind of wet rain that just hung and cling to your bones and this ever present trudge upwards you found yourselves outside a ruin um surrounded by stone pillars and statues that as you went to expect the ruin they came to life springing into action and attacking you it seemed like all would be lost it seemed like the battle wasn't going your way until huck polymorphed himself into a gigantic t-rex crushing these statues in his mouth and spitting out these tiny little um sort of obsidian pearls, like roughly the size of a human skull inside all of these statues you find, one of these things. Mm. And that is pretty much as you finish off the end of these kind of attacking statues where we're picking up. The air feels a little bit lighter. It feels like the tension you were holding in your shoulders up until now just melts a little. You get the feeling you're no longer being watched from beyond. And there's still an unease about the place, but it's not top of mind. It's like it's slinked down your back and settled into your core somewhere. And as you finish off these stone cursed statues and you find uh, these obsidian pearls, there's 10 in total, if anyone wants to take them down, there's 10 pearls. Um, You feel yourself crossing over from tired into like overtired. That feeling where even simple questions, actions or requests get you irritated. Pim is nowhere to be seen. And actually, even as you look around, you feel like you don't know who you're looking for. None of you remember Pim. And just for the audience, there is a little whiskey-sized paw print in one of the rocks to the side, but mm-hmm. without even getting the context, that doesn't seem right. And with more of the road ahead, it being you know, not necessarily late, but your energy being quite low, there is a rune here. There is, you know, a mountain ahead. What? What's the, what's the plan? Like, what do you guys want to do? Rest. Uh, we were looking to rest, right? That was what we. Yeah, we really badly need to rest, right? Oh yeah, I got like no health and I'm uh, a T Rex. Um, <clears throat> actually, are we at the base of like a uh, mountain? Are we climbing up towards Ravine, the Widow's Peak? Yeah, it's and it's not necessarily like a mountain in your traditional single peak. It's like, um, you know, like Ben Bulban in Sligo, this really long mountain range, but it stretches like full 180 across your horizon. It's like this giant walled horizon. And it's not necessarily a, like it is a tough climb, but it's not like you need to navigate up. It's just a slope up. There yeah. are the 
jutting rocks coming out of the ground and sort of these general pillars which you can use to where needed like hook a rope around and make it easier to get up and you can do kind of that level of mentoring but you're not going to be you know piston yeah 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 it's not a sheer a sheer climb no the sheer climb uh, iggy you know this is on the other side the ravine itself kind of cracked into oh yeah when 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 bulbin quickly drops off on the other end yes Yeah. Yeah, yeah imagine a giant crack through uh ben bulbin yeah like yeah. that. Um, okay, uh, sorry, I was asking because I was like, well, I'm quite tall as a T-Rex. I wonder if I could see better before I turn back. <laughs> but uh, if it's just looking at a hill, then no. Uh, so that's grand. That, I'll, I'll just presume I saw some of those climbing holds, etc. Yeah. Um, and then and then turn back into uh, Huck. Yes. And as you do, and uh, the shamrocks and rainbows and dancing and magical effects that set off around you during a wild magic surge disappear um so rest camping camping plan watch order like what, what do you guys want to do i'm thinking should we look for somewhere yeah like some some rocks and like really hide hide ourselves quite well try and kind of just no like you can't eat stuff like precipitation during the night right because it doesn't stay there but um yeah just do watches and hope for the best. yeah i mean and arlington's still there right we could just make him do the whole watch yeah yeah <laughs> we <could all> <laughs> <easily>. <laughs> um yeah yeah no that's 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 good so we i don't know how we do uh, what how much rest is required in a 20-hour day it's still like six or something uh yeah six days it's all uh, it's all relative okay mm-hmm. um, so yeah do you want to use like if, if any of us have good survival we could probably look for a good camping site or knowledge nation I mean, in theory, actually, I have advantage in that kind of thing. I should be able to try to sort us out, uh, you know, Fianna-style uh, bivouacking. Um, I get advantage in those kinds of roles. Am I correct, Ben? You are correct. Cool. So I'm going to give that a go. That's uh, a 14 is the first roll. Yeah. And a 16 for the second roll, which plus four is 20. Nice. You have um, a couple of options ahead of you. You can either, there is this ruin. There's this kind of passageway down into what looks like a passage tomb. Oh, yeah. uh, sheltered but also one entrance exit you'd be uh, as they say in this world snookered um, mm. because of that big raid that happened to the snooker dorks um, so mm. everyone knows that story don't get snookered by the snooker dorks yeah. um, <laughs> <Are> <laughs> they, they're do? snookered orcs no, they're not snooker dorks uh, <laughs> no sorry yes yeah, sn- snooker dorks yeah 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 flashbacks of bullying there <laughs> no one wants to be a snooker dork you know <laughs> at least not in the middle of the night Ooh. Ooh. i thought uh, no, we're still at the ruin okay yeah yeah you could you could continue marching on for like uh you, you know like 15 10 15 minutes up the road you could put your backs to one of these pillars and like create yourself a little shelter and at least then you'd be you'd be fine that seems like that's a yeah. good place a little bit sheltered it's a little bit warm it's not it's not going to be the most comfortable night's sleep but at the very least these sort of um you almost see like five pillars just like creasing up from the ground in this little circle and you notice this this kind of pattern once or twice on your on your climb up that little enclosed could be the place to to go oh, yeah. i mean when he said five pillars and he held his hand up like this i'm like okay we're gonna go camp in the middle and it's like giant stone fist yeah yeah it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna say <laughs> yeah i think 
I think we want to get us away from all of this stuff, right? Like, no, well, I mean, like, do the stone up. pillars look like fingers? Make a perception check. Seventeen on dice. Oh, my perception is not great. Uh, zero. So seventeen. Yeah. They do look any, like fingers. Yeah, as much as any stone pillar looks like fingers. <laughs> well, as much as any stone pillar looks like fingers is fine. That's safe. Um. <laughs> one of the one of the statues that eventually tried to kill us. I thought I could hear something inside. Can I? Do I get that sense from these pillars? Uh, make a arcana check. Damn it. Um, ten. You don't hear anything from inside these pillars. Damn it. All right. You know what? I'm wrecked, and this is the best place we're going to have to sleep. I reckon we just go for it, which is exactly what I said last time when we got attacked by by statues. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can see why you wouldn't want to listen to me, but very consistently, <laughs> I'm wrecked, <laughs> and I'm going to go sleep here. Yeah, uh, sure. And if we're staying watch, we're all staying together. We hop up if something happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do we have a watch order like, um, yeah, Arlington can go on for two. Three hours. Three hours. Yeah, yeah. You can do three hours. Yeah. Yeah, I can stay up with him, uh, you know, keep trying to keep him awake with uh, pu puppetry, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to. I was just going to leave Arlington on his own. Um, oh, yeah. I guess he, he can't. Yeah. He can just do the first watch. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll roll for him for first watch anyway. Yeah. Then tell us uh, who's second watch. Uh, I would normally say it would be me, but I think I need all of the rest. So, yeah, I can do some watching. Nice, uh, Iggy. You you sort of wake up and you go over to relieve Arlington of his watch, uh, and he's sort of slumped against one of these rocks, uh, and you realize that he has nodded off. Mm. <laughs> Can Classic I, before I go to wake him, can I look around and, like, do I get a sense of, what do I get a sense of, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah you look around, you don't even have to, to roll. You get the sense that um, Arlington's a, a sleepy man, and he fell asleep at it towards the end. You get the feeling he wasn't asleep long, it's just that he wasn't that much concerned about danger, um, potentially because even while asleep, uh, he is almost unsurprisable and as you look back towards him as you look around his eyes are open and he goes i, I wasn't sleeping <laughs> okay because if it would seem calm i wasn't gonna wake him it was like well you you're, it's your turn to sleep so that's cool um so okay uh <laughs> i thought we had caught you sleeping there for a second now okay no 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 i caught you sleeping <laughs> <laughs> I was, which was as was my turn. Um, now, <laughs> you nod off, and I'm going to keep you safe. I'm sure you feel much safer with my uh, keen eye on the horizon. And I'm sort of, you know, just posing, and uh, I assume looks look very competent. Yeah, nice. He goes, good night, Iggy, and uh, sort of spins around himself about three or four times before he fully gets settled and then goes to sleep. Uh, make a perception check. That is um, 15. 15. Oh, no, um, 16, sorry. It's, it's handy that the sun hasn't set. It's still evening time, uh, perpetually. So, like, it's not like there's darkness to really hide here. And it's a fairly clear open plane. Um, you look around and it doesn't look like there's much movement. You watch some low mist sort of almost like 
like smoke pooling down, like one of those cool smoke paraphernalia things. If this was like a little miniature in like someone's teenage bedroom, it would look fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> it's the smoke kind of fills down this mountain. Um, and at one moment in time, uh, you notice that there is like a raven circling ahead and seems to land down near your camp, pops over to uh, say reindeer's sort of rations and sort of like pecks in a little bit. You know that reindeer keeps like, he always keeps grains and hops in case of emergency <laughs> brewing on the road. And the and the raven's sort of like chewing away, having a little bit of a feast. I I think I would probably try and like shoo the raven away if I can. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, shoo. And then the raven takes off again. Uh, and you have to do that a couple of times. Like you turn your back, and like a minute later, it's like back over. And then initially, you think it's a shadow, and then it just like hops a couple of times and looks your way, <laughs> just waiting. Ah, I... Pops a few more times over to the food, waits. And then Starts I check the <laughs> takes off again. And I, I, I plan on how I will regale them all over breakfast with this exciting watch that I had as I, uh, Ignatius versus the Raven. I'm maybe doodling, doodling some sketches of me versus this Raven. You know, I don't have very interesting watch stories normally because I'm not usually allowed to. Um, cause I'm not that. <laughs> so I'm. This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, morning time rolls around. Um, it's up to you whether you want to wake people up or just sort of naturally let them come to. Yeah, just naturally let them to come to. I think. Nice. And you all, you all awake. Um, it's a little slow. You're a little bit reluctant to start the day. It's that kind of feeling. There's a light drizzle that sort of clings to the world around you. You've rested, but like, ugh, if this. If the world had a concept of Mondays, which canonically it doesn't, this would be the Mondays of, of Mondays. Uh, Hook, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, nice. Where's my, oh, my wisdom modifier is over here. Plus zero, classic, 17 then. 17. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what Mondays are, but the concept of them never bothered you. Like, I got the feeling Hook's ever positive about going Life is like not like ugh, new week. It's like sweet new day. Yeah, and you feel great. You're fully rested. Uh, everyone can give themselves a long rest. You're all you're all up to to you know back to good health. Cool. Yeah. Is there Correct. anything you'd like to do as you sort of push through and crest the final hill leading to this peak? Oh, okay. So we're already climbing up. Great. Uh, Unless you don't want, you can you can climb down. I don't want to tell you where to go. No, no, I'm I'm Are fine. We... I'm fine. Did we not check the rune or anything like that? Yeah, you didn't seem to want to. It's not too far yeah. back. You can go back if you want to. I was you want to go into the, into the place where the murder was. Yeah. Into, into the dangerous... I mean, he wants to go underground. Into the more dangerous thing. We kind of... Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got... I look to my wrist. Again, don't have a watch. Um, <laughs> well, you put one hair that sticks up and the sun is able to like just... Do it now. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, useless at the moment because of the perpetual evening time. But normally, that one singular hair on your hair's wrist uh, sticks up straight, and you can use it as a stuff. <laughs> We've got a, you know, only a, a couple of weeks, maybe not even, before we do the, you know, before the world ends. Perhaps walking down, getting sidetracked straight away into some ruin might not be the best plan. You can. But are we sure that the stone golem doesn't live down there? Ooh, do they do that? I do they 
the the stone golems live uh, downstairs. I thought they lived in caves. But a, a rune is. Do, a... I, do I actually think anything? I have I have potentially got some fee and a knowledge on. Yeah, yeah, if you want to make a nature check. I could I could stand guard uh, on the outside on the upper part. Uh, uh, that's a... an eight. Yeah, an eight. <laughs> Would um. Yeah, you know you know what an eight gets you. Sorry, go yeah. ahead, Ryan. I was going to say, <laughs> do, do I do I have any knowledge in in kind of um, golems and stuff like that as a kind of artificer? Um, you you might no, not like you tend to your your speciality in artificing is a little bit different, isn't it? Like it's more it is chemical, yeah. yeah. But as a as a dwarf, you would know like the difference between a cave and cut stone. So like you would know that that looked like a passage tomb. That looked like a um, a place you'd bury your loved ones, not a place a stone golem would like necessarily naturally habitate. But no reason a stone golem wouldn't like move along the place and then be like, "Oh, sweet, nice fresh cave." Ooh. If they're there, they found it and moved in, as opposed to uh, mm. afraid of it themselves. So we have two choices here: we can go grave robbing, or we can check for a golem. Both I'm happy with. <laughs> I they they appear to both be involved in going into the ruin again. It's the same option twice, and I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to. That's just two different reasons to go into the ruin. Um, Look, if you're twisting my arm, I'll go into the ruin. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is really effective negotiating. Um, I feel like a child being like convinced to go to bed. Okay, uh, I think both of them make me um, nervous for your safety, Randir. But I will. I. I, I if maybe if I stand at the top and you go in and you shout back every couple of steps that you're still alive, um, that seems safe enough. Uh, yes, some kind of verbal like safety rope. I get you. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, or maybe we tie a rope to you and you walk in. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I'll go in. Yeah, I'll go on in. Take a look around to see if there's a golem here. Uh, You'll we, hear me shout. We could have a quick look, I suppose. Uh, if you want. Um, but we might as well all go, or maybe if Iggy wants to hang out the back, that's fine. It just, I mean, ultimately it seems quite scary that it's where all the things that were killing us were coming from. Um, but maybe you can just turn into a T-Rex again, so that's fine. <laughs> a what? That was a, a Huck monster. Oh, sorry, a Huckasaur, yeah. <laughs> Huckasaur, yeah, Huckasaur. Huckasaur's Rex. Huckasaur's yeah. great. <clears throat> nice, so you, uh, you guys make your, you backtrack back down to the ruin. Um, and is it just Randir going in? Fuck you going in as well? No, I'm going in, but um, I don't think I have like dark vision or anything else like that. It's a puka. I don't think we ever established that. Bit. So, uh, lighting a torch. Sure. Yeah. 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 You do the you do the thing. It, it immediately as you pull it out of your inventory, it's lit. But yet, when you put it back in your inventory, it's not lit. It's it's crazy. Your stuff doesn't catch on fire. But like, boom, torch in hand. Uh, it's order to the safest like, fire spell I have. <laughs> I'll stay here with them, you, Wiggy. Keep watching. If any big things come, we can take them on together. You with your might of will, and me with my smite of of fierceness. Excellent. And I, can I use does message work in this way that I can just be like constantly kind of asking Randir and uh, and Hug if they're okay, and they can just tell me in my head, or does that work? I have to see that. Do do I need line of sight for that? No, I just um, know you are. Is it? Yeah, I, I guess the, the first place to look for that information might be uh, the spell. Uh, have a look at that and let me know. <laughs> oh, a bit of sass. 
Ben definitely knows this. You're a bard. Yeah. <laughs> I've never used message. I'm not doing my own thing. <laughs> what do I need to talk to a party for? Like, yeah, think... it goes through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target. Nice. Yeah, so give but... us a, for, for anyone who doesn't know message, myself included, actually, I genuinely don't know. Um, what does the, how does it work? It says that you, you point a finger towards a creature within range and whisper a message. The target and only target hears the message. It can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. I can cast this message through solid objects if you're familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. Um, magic silence, one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, etc. blocks the spell. So maybe it won't go too long, but it doesn't have to follow a straight line. It can travel freely around corners or through openings. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, is it so a cantrip or, or a leveled spell? Yeah, what level spell is it? Yeah, it is a transmutation cantrip. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can, cantrip, you can just bam, bam, bam. You can do it exactly as you described, as many times as you want. Wow. Uh, and what's the range, like, just so I know? Um, the range is 120 feet. Nice. So cool. don't go down too far, boys. Let's go 121 <laughs> feet. Wait there one <laughs> yeah. minute and then turn around. <laughs> I've essentially so given you, see, you a You see steps leading down about 20 feet deep down into a tomb and as you make your way down these steps they it kind of opens up into a T crossroads and the evening light uh, hits the entrance of the tomb and it casts it all in a dim glow so the torch helps but you ultimately because of the time of day and where the sun is in the sky uh, they seem to have built this tomb for kind of evening rituals so it's perfect oh, well I'll put the torch away I guess nice and as you do you you, you feel kind of that gentle wind uh, sort of extinguish it, which also tickles against cobwebs overhead. It's sort of wet earth and rock. There's no rot or decay down here. It's clear it's a very old tomb, and it's it's warm, like it's well insulated. Um, Randir, how do you feel, given the kind of cave-in that happened to you, how do you feel when it's like less so underground and more so an enclosed space? Um, I think he's 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 okay Unless there's another cave in, which then he'll be like, like I think it's it, with a with a fairly like obvious kind of exit. I think he's okay, but I think if it's like he goes a little too far and it gets a little bit too enclosed and stuff like that, I think he'll have a problem then. Um, you went into the cave with the right person to avoid a cave in. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am sorry about most of my spells as well. Also, probably being horribly destructive to stone. We're both not the, but we're both like explosive experts inside of fireworks. I already almost died yesterday, so let's go. Yeah, you you uh you make your way down to the T crossroads. You see that the the side chambers they're they're small. They're sort of like three tombs: one to the left, one to the right, one straight in front of you. And each uh, you can look down one. You can see that there's a single tomb in there, and it has a statue carved out on top of it. Um, and then. The, the main focus of this place seems to be the large back chamber, uh, and that seems to have about eight tombs inside. Three to the left, three to the right, two up the top. I see. Up. You happy now? Any no stone golems? Yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, Rander wouldn't really grave rub, so... Yeah, no, no that's Can fine. Message... Yeah. Can I just send a message down to just go, boo! Ah! <laughs> just... Who? Just to freak him out, because I haven't heard anything, so I'm, you know, just keeping him on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just prankster. Um, yeah. Only what, you what would I roll to see if I'm scared by that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but because Keelan reacted as a player, but although you were aiming around her, you managed to get the uh, hook. Um, <laughs> you can roll a 
you know, like a wisdom saving throw to see if your mental fortitude has been spooked by a whispered boo. Huh, I fail. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> a three plus zero. Yeah, you hear this sort of voice on the on the wind coming towards the entrance. Like it feels like Iggy's voice, but it's somehow quieter and whispered, like a ghost might do. <laughs> huh. Iggy's Iggy's uh grandparents are here or something. There's some kind of <laughs> there's some kind of ghost. I, I tell you. Let's uh let's go. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I was gonna say that if I get scared, I'd probably run deeper into the cave. But uh <laughs> So it's probably good that I didn't get it. So, yeah, let's head back. Cool. I, is there anything you want to do while you're down here? Or is it just have a little, like, cool, people? Is there a um, one that's, like, noticeably on its own? Uh, a kind of sarcophagus or a There's... tomb or anything else that's, like... Did you describe something that was on a plinth or on its own? Yeah, well, there's there was two at the back of this large chamber. And as you're kind of looking around at them, one of them is open. um, Just, like, slightly pushed open um right well because i think it's haunted can i do an arcana check yeah yeah i'm gonna uh, it's not gonna be great uh 14 14 there is a lingering you can't pinpoint like how the magic feels and if you were more magically like studious you, you might have been with an arcana check like no school of magic but like ritualistic like ceremony magic has happened here okay. But not like the, like, let's sacrifice some people, more like the find some peace and rest. Right. That kind of, that sort yeah. of thing. So perhaps with some fee and the knowledge, this is more of a kind of burial, really just knowing it's more of a burial place. Yeah, and, and you know that it's like a burial place for what seems like quite fancy or well-respected well ancient. This even seems to go beyond, like, further back than the Fey invasion. Like, it seems like a long, long time ago. Maybe oh, even like... Really? Well, then yeah. I think we do need to open them up and have a look at them. Um, okay. That could be... I could, literally the... I will, you know, uh, way back when, before we met you, we were in a tomb, and we ended up with some pretty valuable stuff. <laughs> uh, I There was a... You should watch for lines of dust and or salt on the ground. Um, that, that, that We ran afoul of that last time. And then, and then, other than that, I didn't, I didn't, uh, can I say what you should be looking out for? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but let's have a look at these main ones, and if there's nothing there, we'll, we'll peg it. Yeah, like, uh... can, I, can I message Iggy? Because I have the ability to do that. Yeah, sure. To tell her, I, there's a, there's a, ah, <laughs> there's a sarcophagus, there's a sarcophagus. <laughs> it's a hard thing to whisper. There's a, we're just going to have a wee look. Also, it might be haunted by your grandparents. Um, so I don't know if it's grave robbing or just inheritance. <laughs> oh, yes. Did you hear something from them? <laughs> I'm just thinking about them. <laughs> but still doing a message, obviously, there. You hear um, coming from the entrance, because it's not too far down, just the sort of like echoing, like, <laughs> they totally fell for my gag. <laughs> yeah, you have a look around, uh, giving you know perception. Sorry, investigation, probably because you're specifically looking for stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, not awful. Fourteen. Yeah, not 14. great. Um, like, how interested are you in money and gold? Because like, as you open these tombs, not, not not at all, really. Grand. 
like you see that in the one that was open, it was like a cluster of bones and everything else seems to have turned to dust. In some of the other ones you open, uh, there is gold. So kind of each seems to have like some scattered golds. A lot of them where you would imagine if there was um, a skull, but like time has passed. Like there's definitely all, they all seem to have two gold coins on their head. Um, and what you seem to find in other ones is it's like a bag. Like when you look inside and it's a bag of beans, find a bag of beans. Hmm. Pretty good. And um, one of the skeleton people, it seems to be wearing like quite obviously magical gloves because they haven't deteriorated at all. Um, and one of them, I can't explain what they have on because I don't know yet because it's whatever comes out of the deck of silly things. Oh, deck of silly things. Okay, I wasn't prepared, so I'll just. <laughs> it's just behind me. It's just behind me. Aren't you happy now that we went grave robbing? <laughs> I mean, investigating. <laughs> inheriting. It's called inheriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a lot better about it now that I think it's inheritance. All right, give it a wee shuffle. So what I'm doing here is just shuffling like that. I don't nice. know what's on top, or I can pull from the bottom. What do you think? Those graves! Oh. Oh. Oh, it's fitting. Dark of hiding. Dark of hiding. The chalk of hiding. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, seems fitting. Um, let's see. I'll give it a read. Uh, description. Higgins, where'd the body go? Oh, it's right over. Well, it was right over there. Higgins, yes, yeah, Sarge. Did you outline the body in regular chalk like I asked, or did you use the chalk of hiding? All right. <laughs> Everyone spread out. We've lost another one. The chalk of hiding makes a creature or item on a flat surface disappear when a complete border is drawn around it from the outside. Uh, the surface will appear completely normal. The chalk of hiding can last up to several years in the right conditions or until the border is broken, usually when someone trips over the contents inside. If a body part exits the border, it'll become visible. The chalk of hiding can draw for about 50 feet. For reference, a medium-sized creature lying down can be drawn around for about 10 feet. I don't know why we'd have to, why we have to keep repeating this, but this chalk of hiding does not disguise sound or smell so please cease using it as a place to pass gas. <laughs> <laughs> and as you find, um, it's funny, one of the tombs you open up just seems to be the outline of a body, not an actual body, uh, which you find these chalks beside. Nice. All right. I mean, that feels like an Iggy uh, inheritance right there. I just, I'd probably get it mixed up with my other chalk and like instead of like drawing some vital thing at some point, I just hide the vital thing and like, it's just... <laughs> Where, like a gap in your slate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I erase my whole slate. Oh God, I've hidden it. Uh, yeah. Wes in chat just said uh, it's a uh, corpse disposal tool because you can just hide a body in it. Yeah, that's true actually. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty handy. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, hey, uh, Randy, what do you reckon of these you're a you're a magic glove maker. What do you reckon these magic gloves are like? Um, can I take them and have a look at them? Can't I? Don't think I can yeah. identify anything. Uh, uh, you're not one of them. No. Mm. Do you just want to look at them, or are you like? Uh, I'm gonna put them. Trying them on, all that. Yeah, kind of I'll stuff? try to put them on. Yeah, they seem to almost meld into your hands when you don them, um, and you don't know what they do. But you get the feeling if you waited 
what is it in D and D? Like half an hour, an hour to a tune? You'd find out. Yeah. Isn't it like a day? Oh, okay, half an hour. That's good. I think it's like a short rest or something, maybe. Yeah. Which is like an hour. But you do see that there are these kind of like these black, almost purpley, sleek um, gloves, and they almost have like this web-like pattern across them with like a singular arrow down towards uh, where your, your index finger would be. Like, <laughs> bam, like that. Good. And I actually so only like, have uh, one I actually have one more thing I can attune to, so that's good. Nice. So come back to me in like an hour and a real world hour and uh, okay. <laughs> I'll let you know what they do. I am going to set an alarm. Well, I mean <laughs> we could just figure it out. It's uh, according to ten. That would be yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. Uh, that's pretty much all you find in in and around here. Um, like, guy. Uh, so, how's it going? Um, how's your noble work going down there, boys? Uh, we found a family heirloom of yours. Some magic chalk. Ooh. <laughs> Present. So we reckon. We reckon that's. It's definitely your family's tomb. So sorry about the old uh, uh, desecration. Ooh. Are you are you de desecrating it? Uh, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's just part and parcel with the rummaging around. And you can't you can't look for stuff without desecrating. <laughs> um, okay, well, can you just whisper kindly to some of it before you leave? I, uh, I've been I've been asking any of it if it wants to be my friend as I went along, just in case any of them are spiders who want to or spiders skeletons who want. Uh... <laughs> One spider in the corner looks really sad. It was like, like well, I would have if they asked, of course. <laughs> He didn't ask, so I'll just be here, friendless. I reckon, I reckon skeletons are the best at jacks, because, you know, the knuckle bones and, you know. Mm. Uh, I've just been tossing beer But they find it very difficult the... to scoop it up. Mm -hmm. I've just been tossing beer into the tombs. Mm. Oh, nice. I'm like, Thank you. Oh, take a drink. <laughs> I, well, you know what? That was a pretty uh, useful... Uh, Trip down and yeah, that was the most useful trip into a <laughs> into a ruin yeah. we've ever done. Not Usually sure. it's death, banshees, ghosts, you know. This one this ruin had the death on the outside. Yeah. So, That's true. Um, Actually, just so uh, you know, this this bag of beans has nine dry beans inside. Mm. Nine beans. Okay. Bags of beans. Yeah. Are either of you taking the beans? I I'll take the beans. They get everything. It's all family Paul's got the gloves. Paul's got the gloves. I got the beans. You got the magic invisible chalk. And you've left the um, you've left the money. Yeah. Well, I don't care about the money. If Randier, I'm taking the money. money. He might care. I'm taking the money. Right, cool. money. Yeah, five hundred gold. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a lot. Um, seems like everyone was buried with like fifty gold and like in all the tombs, give or, give or take. I don't know if the math actually works out for the amount of tombs I mentioned, but. <laughs> Uh, and anything else you want to do? It doesn't seem like there's anything obviously more in here, but no. Uh, no. Should I check for any kind of invisible or like you know hidden, um, hidden doors or anything like that? Nice. Now we're playing D and D. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Make an investigation check. <laughs> also, we're an original you can, elf. You can look just for anywhere that might be outlined in chalk lightly, and then just. <laughs> <laughs> like our body that we um, I got a 20 altogether nice yeah um, there's no like invisible doors or there's no obvious like 
push this rock and something cool will happen. But you do notice at the back of the large chamber where the, and the two sort of main tombs are, part of the wall to the right-hand side is sort of crumbled away. And you can see through, as you kind of look through this crumbled crack, like there does seem to be a path that continues into the side of this mountain range. So if you were ever to want to get to like the bottom of the ravine, maybe, and you being a dwarf, you kind of know it's like, oh shit, maybe there was like an underground thing here. Maybe this isn't just a mountain that's always going up, 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 but like there's like a series of tunnels under this. Okay. Yeah, I tell the yeah, I tell Hook. It's just like, ah, oh, that looks like that looks like it goes further down. Do you want to go? Come on, we'll, it will be real fun. I oh look, an adventure. But um, <laughs> perhaps <laughs> perhaps on the way back, uh, you know, it, we say we save the adventure for the way back down the mountain after we've you know seen Iggy's family and and, and sorts. I, yeah, I think I think I've already gotten my share of kind of. I you already you already kind of went with me on looking in the tomb, even though that was great. And <laughs> I and, and I was wrong, and it went well. Oh, uh, sure. Let's ask Iggy in Arlington. It's it's up to her. If she wants to see her <laughs> her da, uh, or just wants to go into a big cave, a small tiny cave actually. Um, yeah. So we go back up. Yeah. If, yeah. If, uh, if, if if there's a way to get to the bottom of the ravine. I mean, that's not something I think we should do soon because that could potentially be where the more demon is. I mean, uh, oh, the demon yeah. is from the ravine and dra dragging people into it. This could be the, a safe way to get to it, but I don't think we're currently prepared to to do that. Aye, it's a good thing. It's a good thing we came back. <laughs> There's a 50 well, chance we were just pegging it down that cave. <laughs> It could be. It could be. Maybe the stone go goblin is there. Um, that's <laughs> goblin. Uh, um, is there? Like, can I just really mark on my map where this place is to just try and like, however, you know, way that's possible to really try to remember exactly how to return to the spot? I don't know. Yeah, you can. Um, like, Wes never uses this, but I'm pretty sure his axe can do exactly that. Like, sort of pin. Drop a little GPS pin and lead him back. It also can cast spells and stuff. He doesn't use that axe um, <laughs> at all for getting you around. But um, I hope he's well, you, are, you as a party have a way to return here fairly safely. Okay. Okay. Fair. okay. Cool. All right. Well, on, onward, ho. Yeah, you, you push up. Um, the the that didn't detour you from your morning that much. And as you push and crest the final sort of hill leading to this peak. You see um, across the crimson sky, you know, you're sort of you've you've pushed through the mist and the rain, uh, which means that up here it is this like flat, beautiful prism of colors, almost as if because the sun's bouncing against this low hanging mist and water that it's just like reflecting it up in this beautiful spectrum. They don't take um, they're not like you're not looking at rainbows. It's more like a shattered mosaic or like. That's not Almost me. Like a, <laughs> it's like a full spectrum of like northern lights up here at the top of this peak. And it's surprisingly oh. flat. It stretches like impossibly far to the left, impossibly far to the right. And you can see, Iggy, you're, you're fairly familiar with this peak because your town is on it. Um, like you're very, very close to it. But you're a little bit further south at the moment than where Onagli is. And you can see that there are tall trees 
growing all the way up uh, on the edge of a severe drop, maybe every half mile or so. There's like another tree, huge, gigantic trees. And the further north it stretches, and Arlington relays this to you because his vision stretches for miles, as we all know. The closer to the sea, the taller the trees become. So it's almost like this, um, like the mountain has a quiff. Is that a quiff? <laughs> this, is, this is for their tradition of crossing. That's exactly it. So, so the orc tribes um, from north of here, the Cliffs of the Hunt, uh, would come here, pull a rope around two trees across and make this tightrope and then do this sort of gladiatorial combat for leadership. Um, and you see further south, like some of those trees have crashed down and made sort of makeshift bridges. They're not very secure. In fact, you can clearly see that some have fallen into the ravine below. And speaking of below, up here, as you try to talk to each other, there's an almost deafening wind. It's sort of whipped up by the ravine of which you're standing above and plummets thousands of feet down. For scale, um, in, in real world terms, they're about 10 times the height of the cliffs of Moher. So even those cliffs, you're, it's huge, 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 huge. And from a crack in the ravine across the way, you see this large waterfall cascading into the sea below, which sort of knocks up this fresh coastal sea air from the crashing gigantic waves. And as you're up here, I don't know how, especially you, Randir, who mightn't be as comfortable at a height. Nope. It's the impossible scale of this place. Like behind you, the ever sloping plains that took you the guts of like two hard days to walk up. And before you, sort of 200 feet across the other side of the ravine. And it's almost identical in shape and scale, as if like, nature just cracked the land in two all the way down to sea level and maybe even beyond that there is a scar in the earth here hmm. but you are facing at a sort of 200 feet across gap to the other side and would i have an idea um where now that i, I sort of recognize this area would i have an idea of where the caves where the golems would be like, yeah yeah, yeah. So if you make a nature check. Um, I'm totally now, Rander is not happy about this height. He's holding the tree. <laughs> He's like holding the tree just like. Yeah, I walk up behind him and go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom I saved your life. <laughs> I'm going to drop like a, some nice, just what would look like um, land to him. Just like some grass and stuff. So just start this. Look, you're just on normal grass. It's down. It's down there. Hold the grass and put the height, and it's fine. Uh, <laughs> try not to scare him. I got an eleven uh, nature check. It's oh. hard to know where this stone golem might be. Like, you don't even know if there is. Like, it's a little tough now that you're up here. You're like, oh, God, I really hope. You know, I when you take a wrong turn on a holiday, and you're like, I really hope we didn't lead people to the wrong place. I was thinking, like, uh, I, the car could be on a different floor, actually. And <laughs> I think, was it green? Yeah. Um, so looking so around um, and looking across the ravine, which uh, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like before all this more demon stuff started happening to an Anglais, like, you quite liked it up here. Because mm -hmm. um, it's nice. It's like, it's a cool place to be. Um, and you see a little ways down is the ravine sort of climbing gear and a rope that dangles out of a small 
sort of outhang that seems to lead into a cave. And you know, there are caves like this all along Widow's Ravine. It's almost like Swiss cheese with small pockets of openings on its surface. It's it's a similar cave and a similar spot near Onagla. Which since you look down, you're like, I'm almost certain I can see my town. It's like still a couple of miles up, like maybe like five or six miles, but you're, it's a flat place. So you can see, not in clear detail, but it's like, I think that little cluster of open trees, that's on Agla down there. Okay. Um, and it was a similar cave or like a similar spot above one of these caves where many of your tens folk sort of stepped off the ravine. And sorry, this, this is also in the episode description, but I realized as we get closer and closer to Iggy's <laughs> hometown and backstory. Uh, huge content warnings and trigger warnings in this episode and in many episodes surrounding this of like family bereavement and loss and suicidal ideation because their town was cursed with people who just seemed drawn to this ravine and the, the allure and sort of draw of a demon who would sort of sleepwalk them off. And it was caves like this that they would plummet to their demise. And while you've never been in, Rumor has it that these cave openings all connect almost like an anthill, which would make sense because you just came from a rune where they told you, like, there's all these little tunnels throughout all this ravine, um, which doesn't give you the greatest sense in that moment of the land being that secure beneath you. Okay. Something uncomfortable about knowing like a mountain is pockets full of holes. But yeah. what's nice is that as the wind sort of blows through them, there's always been, and you suddenly click, even though the nature was quite low. There's always been a like, musicality to here, mm. almost like the mountain plays itself like a wind instrument. Um, you know, there's another place in Hibernia that does this for real called the Chorus Mountains, who are home to like gigantic like rock worms. Um, but you didn't realize that that wasn't the only place in the world that had this sort of sense of lighthearted, like whimsy. It's but not course. recently, obviously, it's quite dour recently. Okay. Um, well, should we, should we go over to the edges and um, sort of look at these uh, caves and try and figure is that where the columns would be? I'm good here. Didn't didn't you mention that your dad might know uh, if we had a chat with him? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Agla, it's just there. It's so close. I I can't I can't get within a certain distance, but we can go right to the edge. Oh, okay. It's also on the other side. Oh, we have to cross the ravine. Mm. Oh, okay. But there's presumably one of these bridges. You must have been across these ravines before, right? Yeah, well, the, 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 the bridges further from where we are now are safer. They get more dangerous the further out we are here. Um, but if we go in a bit, we're not that heavy. Maybe we can hop over. Hi, okay. You can see a bridge not too far to the south. Uh, it, you know it as the Lover's Bridge. That's what kind of colloquially what it's called. And it's you see that there's these two large trees either side, and they have been uprooted through the orc rituals. And now they're they they never plummeted. They because both trees fell, not just one. They started to grow in and around each other. And there's mm -hmm. sort of these craggy branches with dotted with green leaves and red berries. And they're it sort of creates this natural arch over the drop below. You know it's uneven for trees, um, and you know it's wet from coastal air, and you know it's more it's, dangerous than a proper bridge. But I've, like since I was a, since I was younger, so this yeah. it feels quite safe. Um, well, uh, there's this. Uh, it's called the Lovers Bridge. I uh, I was never asked to go there, but um, <laughs> you know, as friends, as cool friends. 
I well, if you've never been and seen it, then well, let's go see. You know, it's it's that thing about we'll be tourists. You've probably never seen the Lovers Bridge because you're from here. I've heard it's amazing. I've heard it's great. <laughs> oh, great! Let's go. <laughs> Arlington puts up his hand and I go, well, um, Iggy, um, you have to have been a lover to cross the bridge. That's what they always told me, but I think they were joking. I think they were oh, lying. Good, because I, I, de- I have definitely been a, a lover. Mm-hmm. Me too. And yeah. you, you all canonically know he's lying because he's yeah. <laughs> never. I was um, good. That's it's okay. Good. We won't tell the trees that Arlington. It's fine. It's fine. Just you know, head held high. Yeah. How yourself? would you? How would you like to? So you make your way down to the the Lovers Bridge. What's your? You just crossing it? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Iggy, you have a you have a way of teleporting, do you not? Oh yeah, I can dimension door over there. Yeah. Um, can so, I bring someone with me? Or not? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone of your size or smaller? Myself. Um, oh yeah. Okay. One willing creature of my size or smaller. Um, Hi, so, so anyone from Arlington. How about you go with? Oh yeah, Arlington. Um, I'll take. Sure. I can, who's less? Who's less confident? Oh, I was gonna say I could turn the to read the other two of us into birds and we could fly across. Oh, okay. So if I take Randir with me and you can, you and Arlington can fly over? Aye. Aye, well, yeah, that'll, that'll do. I don't want to, I don't want to rob you of seeing the lovers like bridge, though. <laughs> I will just well, close what? my eyes and you guys can just lead me across the bridge to make sure that I don't die. I think it would be a lot safer for you to maybe come through this magical doorway. Randy? Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yep, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay. It's, it's, not, it's not difficult to you. Um, bamf across to the other side. Can you remind us how your sort of flavor of Dimension Door visualizes in this world? So um, it's very much akin to, like, we're going to have to go inside the book. Like, uh, I just draw on my slate where we have to get to. I put it on the ground and then sort of in a very um, enthusiastic fashion while believing in magic I jump on top of the slate don't break it that's key and then I should go through to the other side yeah you do uh, Rinder do you believe in magic? Come we, on, magic. Well, yeah I do I, I do magic so I don't need to believe <laughs> if that's a tacticality <laughs> uh, and if you roll a d20 you make it through to the other side but it's in that moment in time that you realise that your magic which you believe in hasn't been the best recently. Yeah. Twelve? <laughs> if you killed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the really need to go right. Hmm. Yeah, twelve's okay. Yeah, Randy, you, you pop over to the other side. Um it's a little bit of a bumpy transition, but nothing nothing to worry about. And then Hulk, you're just you're just twinning a polymorph, is that to like yeah. pick up that right? Yeah. Yeah. Turning us into, I don't know, birds, squirrels, you know, whatever across the bridge. Birds. Birds. You're, you're... Birds. I want to fly. Bird people, not safer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Any uh, particular flavor of bird? Um, uh, what do you have in forests? What do you have in mountains? Not really anything. Um, magpies, because two, two's uh, for joy. So there'll yep. be two of us. Nice. Give us good luck. Yeah. You fly over to the magpies. And Iggy, as you come out of your dimension board to magpies land or circle or soar or whatever they want to do, mm. I feel like Arlington as a magpie would probably enjoy the the freedom of flight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I reckon it'd be harder to bring him down 
I might have to cancel the spell while he's in midair if he won't come down. Mm. Not... <laughs> I was thinking I was going to remember my um, inter inter altercations with that raven during the night, and I might like mm -hmm. you know just throw some dirt at them, thinking I'm forgetting. The <laughs> Oh, so, you know, I thought you were a stupid raven. <laughs> I should have turned into a raven. That's what I should have done. Um, I should have hunted that raven. Right. Well, I fly across and I turn back. I don't know. I can't speak for Arlington. Yeah, he, he lands down beside you. Uh, there's no point in the one player not here by holding up the <laughs> what you guys want well, to do. I'm very happy to drop him from the sky as I break concentration. <laughs> <laughs> How um, am, I, am I thinking? And I, I wouldn't have... I don't know if I could say this now. I wouldn't have done this if I had known. But am I right in thinking that where we are, we're on the outskirts of the town. We're not within the town. You're still quite far. Like from where you kind of arrived at the top of the Widow's Ravine or the Widow's Peak, if we've been calling it. Um, you're still like a couple hours walk to the access of an angle. Um, and it is like the Lover's Bridge from when you were growing up was one of those things. It's, it's like people took day trips out to it because of its distance. It was kind of nice. That was the, you know, it was like, let's go for a long walk, get to know each other, hang out by the Lover's Bridge. Uh, and occasionally, you know, people would eat like the kind of red berries, like the the sort of test of courage or bravery that someone might do for their potential love interest would be to crawl out onto the bridge and try to pick a red berry and bring it back to them uh, because they were said to heal a broken heart. Yeah. Whoa, 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 they're, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, they're Johnny, Johnny McGorry berries and McGorry berries. Well, you didn't tell me that there was ingredients on this bridge. <laughs> <laughs> your fear of height is masked only or beaten only by your love of ingredients. Well, if you can, if you can brew a beer that would break a broken heart, that, or uh, <laughs> heal a broken heart, break broken heart. Most beers do break yeah. broken hearts. That's <laughs> yeah. just alcohol. Yeah. And just gonna, I'm jotting this down, just going like you know. Crawl out and grab berries. Might be really good beer ingredients when you're going back. So I'm not holding yeah, up the party um, again. Well, you're you... welcome. To, you're welcome to go and cr climb out if you want. <laughs> yeah, they're just there. Like they're yeah. not. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll grab some berries. Nice. With your you... crippling fear of heights. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but my... now he's focused on the beer ingredients. Yeah, but sure. my crippling heights is only defeated by my crippling need of golden beer. So. Mm. Um. Before you step onto the bridge, make a. I think it's probably like your choice, constitution or wisdom. Um, the my thinking behind that is: does your body physically stop you from approaching this height, or does your mind try to trick you into not going there? So I just need you to do like a quiz, uh, wisdom or constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, I got seventeen. Nice. Uh, constitution. Yeah, yeah. You steal your nerves and you crawl out um, to get one of these berries. On closer inspection, you can see that these are hawthorn trees. Uh, and you know from, from brewing and, and chemistry reasons, um, the fruit of the hawthorn tree is often used for medicinal use, along with like yew and apple. So uh, you know in the Bahaglan round here, there, there are sometimes, the red fruit is sometimes called the Johnny McGorry or the McGorry berries. Cool. That's what they are. Real things, real berries. Um, I don't know if they heal broken hearts, but they might. Just shove a bunch of berries in your mouth if you're feeling down bad. And uh, roll a d10. Okay. This is where I die. Mm -hmm. How you get? Doing what you love. 
Eight. Go for ten. Eight. Yeah. Um, so you get 32 berries. Oh, sweet. Oh. Yeah, quite a lot of berries. And now, now this is where you might die. I need you to make a acrobatics or athletics check, not a saving throw, just a straight. Well, actually, I think all skill checks are just straight checks. Yeah, uh, athletics. Yeah. Got a seventeen. Nice. Yeah, you, you quite deftly, you know, despite the slippiness of the branches and despite everything else, like despite the fear of heights, you make your way off the bridge. It was seemingly uneventful, despite the fact that many times as you were watching, he could have plummeted and died. <laughs> Just good rolls. Oh, thank uh, God. Consider yourself a little less scared of heights because of that, because that's quite like a, that's some personal growth we've seen there. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I am personally less scared of heights. Nice. Wait. I well, you've got your berries. You've seen the Lover's Bridge. Um, it's gorgeous. You should, more people <laughs> should go. More people should go out on that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, should we trek further inland? Yeah. Uh, I, so you can I go too close to the outskirts of your? I can't. I can't technically return to the town, um, which. I, I, there's there's town limits, um, you know, just on the edges of kind of where the buildings are, and my my house isn't far from there, so you you know I can possibly even send a message if it's I don't know if it's been enough time, but we can um, we could go get your dad and try to convince him to come meet you. Yes. Yes. Okay, Grant. Well, yeah, that that that'll be the plan then. Cool. Nice. You make your way towards Onigla before you get um there, before you've kind of reached that point in time. Um, you come across quite an interesting outcropping structure. It seems like on your way up the um, western side of the mountain, these sort of stone structures and stone sort of ruins, a bit crumbly, a little bit in disrepair. But you come across what is a perfect um, just like display, perfect organization of 10 stones propped out of the ground in a stone circle around a grassy knoll, um, perfectly aligned in the ground. And as you sort of pass by this and around this, the ground begins to shake. Hmm. And as uh, you're kind of... Wanna... Yes, Go ahead. Sorry, I was just wondering, do you... was this here when I was, the last time I was here? Yeah. Do I know it? What it yeah, is? you know it as like, and it's at the moment of time you're like, ah, Golem circle, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the places it could be, it's probably this, which is why earlier when you saw those structures, you were like, why is it not here? Oh, I feel yeah, like, yeah. like this was here. Um, but I wrote terribly all those times. So as mm -hmm. usual, it has no knowledge of anything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you golem, do. Golem, the ground is shaking. I think the ground is shaking because there's golems. Just saying. Just saying, guys. Oh, oh great. You know, well, um, a little bit of fore any forewarning is better than none. <laughs> uh, I need found them. Yeah, you um you feel the ground really begin to shake underneath you and it starts to rise up. You feel like as you're standing there on the side of this cliff, the ground is moving and you're rising up in a platform. And it is like 
it's not just like there's no way you would have avoided this in that sense because like it's not even if you're in the circle that's perfectly there it's like everywhere around you to an like 200 feet that way 200 feet that way 200 feet that way like it's all rising up with you somewhere in this collection and these stone pillars begin to move towards you i know it's two giant hands <laughs> the other one begins to move towards you and you feel yourselves being kind of gathered and lifted up Oh, okay. Uh, we should have checked um, these things if they were fingers. Can you I? You feel like yeah. the pillars are closing in around you, blocking out any light. Can I cast um, haste on Arlington? Yeah. I was going to do before anything else happens. Um, yeah, so I'll do that. Nice. I need you to, as this is happening, because the world itself is beginning to slope, and, and without this sort of crushing in of pillars around you in an orb, you in this moment all begin to slide down the earth so you can cast haste but i just want you to make a concentration check first okay. if amongst all this sort of debris and uh, ruckus you have the wherewithal to do so yeah that's a 12 on dice um what was i rolling again sir concentration which is a which is i think uses constitution as your base Oh, right. Well, then uh, it's 18. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. You're able to do it. And and Arlington is hasted. What would you like Arlington to do since he's not here? Uh, yeah, I just was kind of realizing that I don't have that many buffs and was just making sure that he was ready. I guess if the speed's of the essence, it was more that the stronger, the strongest person has a good chance of acting first. Yes. Um, so if it looks like him trying to hold back any of the things is feasible, that might be something he tries to do. Um, you know, it, I can look through haste exactly what it gives him as well. Oh, nice. No, I, I roll for Arlington there. You got a natural 20 to keep these, um, <laughs> he oh, wow. moves in the center of you and, and holds back these pillars just as they begin to crush and this severe strength of earth pushing against him. So my friends, I will, we won't be crushed here. We won't die. <laughs> I, I, make a, I make a note that I, this is like a real good poster for Arlington, so I'm like, I'm going to have to draw this later, because this looks like a real moment for him. Kind of trailer shot, you know. Yeah, he's literally holding back the world from collapsing in around you. It makes quite a beautiful metaphor for what's going to happen in, you know, the end of the month. Means <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> of existence, teeth stone, sure. Anything else? Uh, so we'll just take that as your your sort of reaction to this. Randy or yeah. Niggy, is there anything as as these pillars begin to swirl around you and begin to close in almost like a perfect sphere, uh, anything you'd like to do? Um, trying Randy? To think. Randy? Uh, I'm gonna see if, yeah, I'm gonna try and um, probably use my Warhammer and probably just attack one of the fingers um, or one of the pillars just to see if we can kind of make a crack into it or something like that so they'll save it off or something. Yeah, make an attack roll. Cool. I got a 13. Nice. Um, roll again, uh, because I should have said made a bit disadvantage, because the, the earth itself is sliding you down, so it's hard to find purchase on the ground as you need to, like, center your weight and swing. Uh, I got a 24 in that one, so I'm guessing the 13. Nice. Yeah, the 13, you crack against the stone pillar and you feel through your body this sort of shake of impossible um, 
unmovable object meets un unstoppable force. And you get that like hammer jitters. It's just like um, right there. You don't feel like you've cracked or done anything to, you know, stop this pillar coming in around you. Anigi? I mean, the earth is now like going slopey, right? Yeah, it's almost as if like the earth was sloping you towards the ravine, but as it was happening, these pillars sort of moved around you to to try like in enclose you. Okay, so I'm I'm falling down something otherwise, like sloping mm -hmm. down. Yeah, you're so beginning gonna, to slide down. Uh, but while panicking, I'm gonna use my um my rapier for maybe one of the only times and just try and stick that into the earth and stand on it. Okay, to try yeah. and hold myself in one place while cowering. Yeah, you managed to you managed to get a hold on that, and it's seemingly working for now um, because it keeps you in one place as these pillars just wrap in around you, and you can all feel and you can sort of see because Arlington's holding back these ten crushing stone pillars that you're rising further and further up into the sky. The movement is getting a little bit smoother. It's not as rocky as when you're on this uneven ground. And as you sort of get to the point where you think, when is this going to stop? It does. I thought we were going into the ground. Okay, I see. You were, it, well, it was difficult because it, it felt like an entire, felt like a landslide meets a, like, earthquake meets a pillars crushing in around you, but rising you up. Cool. And as you get further and further, further up into the sky, you feel like, the pillars turn and twist, and I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, as it feels like you're being sort of shaken around. Arlington will have advantage. Did you yes. drop a bean on the ground or something, Hook? <laughs> uh, uh, get a 16. Uh, dexterity. Nice. Dexterity. Oh, got a 19. Nice. Is, it, is a saving throw the same as a check? No, it's slightly higher. Um, like so there I should just be two like, numbers by your stats, and one of them will be a slightly higher number. But it's a saving okay, throws I... panel. Oh. Sorry. Oops. I never knew that. If you hit the button on the app, it just rolls. Or if you hit the stat, it'll just roll a dice. I'm yeah. glad I didn't use that, because that was a dog shit roll. Uh... <laughs> saving throws. Okay. I think, oh, 17. Okay, that's not too bad. 17, nice. Okay. So we have 17. We're actually 23, sorry. Cool. Arlington did pretty well as well. Anyone get lower than a 15? No. Nice. So you all take uh, 16 bludgeoning damage. It would have been 32. Um, as you were raised up and kind of shaken into a position. And then these pillars begin to open back up again. And you see in front of you an impossibly large face which is crying there are these two waterfalls streaming down this weeping stone not golem but giant hmm. and they look at you and go and you you almost have to like brace yourself against their hand because the sheer force of their voice is almost deafening to hear and go why do you disturb my slumber? That's where we will take 
our break. Cool. Um, as you are in the hands of a stone giant on the side of a cliff. Um, cool. Impossibly high in the air. Which render we should probably come back to. Actually, you know what? He went down the Lover's Bridge. You're, you're not yeah. too bad. You're not too, too bad about this. I'm probably more focusing on the giants crying at us than the actual height. Yes. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, we will be back in about 15 minutes. We are going to take our part one break. While we are gone, if you're watching live and you want something to do with those 15 minutes, if you don't have something in your life you want to do, um, why don't you head over to dakotairish.com where you can use the promo code HOOKSPUNKS to get 10% off your order. Now is a good time to do that if you're thinking of getting like some handcrafted tabletop lovely stuff for a partner for Christmas. And I say now's the time because I can guarantee we're probably only a week or two away from like orders being completely, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out, out the busy. It's the busiest time of the year for, for Luke and the gang of Dakota Irish. So the sooner the better. Uh, here's the thing about dice trays and dice. They don't expire. So if you know where to hide them in your house, you can just hide them till Christmas. Um, that's that's a good thing to do. Go over there. And if you use the promo code, Luke knows we sent you. So uh, thank you very much. And if you haven't already, if you're enjoying the show, please click the little thumbs up button. Leave a comment below if you're watching live. Even just like, whoa, that moment was cool. Or, whoa, that rule was wrong. We still have the Dumpy That Guy Gax Award. <laughs> so you can still win one of those. Um, and we will be back to figure out what on earth Hux Punks are going to do in the hands of a giant in about 15 minutes. Stay scary. <laughs> hey, it's Ben. You know that, you've just been listening to part one, and you'll probably hear us again in part two. This is that classic middle-of-the-show announcement part of a podcast, and chances are it's not the first time you've heard this exact pre-recorded take, so let's jump right into it. This episode of the Homebrew Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Dakota Irish, purveyors of finely handcrafted dice trays, vaults, and towers. We are huge fans of Dakota Irish on the show, and love supporting local creators here in Ireland. That's it from pre-recorded Sober Me, Let's see what tips your me is up to. Hello, and welcome to part two of Homeboo, our spooky Halloween special, in that it's the exact same show, but we've slightly dressed up. Nice. Um, yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. That's the only uh, way we've acknowledged Halloween um, here on the show. Though I feel like, given that it's partly an Irish mythology show and, you know, having a nod to Samhain would be good idea eh, look all the good ideas uh for the terrible executions that's us but let's dive straight back into the adventure i don't think we need to do any uh, further announcements when we left off moments ago hooks punks had found themselves caught in the palm of a stone giant that slowly raised and lifted itself out of the earth and is now sitting crying waterforth balls of tears in front of the ravine, like sort of dangling over the side, all the way down to uh, the mists below. You don't see where the legs end. You don't know if they're in the bottom of the ravine. And they've turned their palm around, all facing these tiny little adventure people, and said, why have you disturbed my slumber? And you can see that she um, has this sort of long stone hair that's pulled back tight it's like almost like ridges of earth it's that kind of that's how tight back 
this outfit is. Her eyes are a perpetual flood of tears, which is creating these two glorious waterfalls that are crashing down on the earth below. Her fingers are, while not smooth, for for coarse rock, as smooth as you could expect, really. Um, doesn't have a lot of chances to, you know, moisturize her hands out here on the window. She's never worked a day in her life, that's what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yeah, but she's also made of stone, so surprisingly coarse. It's like, yeah. you know. Um, and she's looking at you through these sort of bleary, like heartbroken eyes. I, I want to immediately, um, like, maybe it's kneeling. I'm just going to put my hands up and be extremely um, deferential and say, you know, like, I, we, we, meant, we, I'm, we meant no harm. We meant not to disturb your slumber. I, I don't know if I've seen this before or if I know of her, but um, if this is the beautiful embodiment of my favourite place in the world, then I'm in awe. And uh, yeah, um, you um, make a history check. Uh, that would be eleven. <laughs> Stupid like, Iggy. Yeah, it's like it's it's confusing because he was like, no, the story is that there's two stone golems, and one of them dies, and the other one's left as a widow. And that heartbreak cracked open the ravine, but they were definitely not giants. And actually, did one of them die? You're really difficult. Like, it's like you've heard a story in from your childhood, but you're like, now is that the one where Dermid steals Grania from Fionn? No. Or is this where Fionn goes over to Scathok? No, let's keep calling. And it's really hard in this moment, especially with the giant in front of you. Um to remember who or why or what this is. Okay. Can I uh I um we we didn't we didn't try to disturb your sleep. We were just walking by what I now realize is your was your hands there. Uh we meant no uh harm or or to disturb you at all. And if persuasion is something that I'm allowed to yeah. um, sweet. Cause I've got plus nine to persuasion. Nice. Ha, huh. and then I rolled a nine. So 18. <laughs> 18, yeah. I feel as if you meant to disturb my slumber, not as a choice, but as the threads of destiny caused me to wait. Does that make sense? Oh, I, the threads, of, de the threads of destiny have been playing silly buggers with us uh, for yonks. <laughs> and yet why are you here we're, we're we're looking to save this realm of existence uh if that has any interest to you i i swear that's our that's our cause well uh, that's our cause iggy iggy's just tagging along <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> good save <laughs> The realm, it is indeed. Yeah. Yes. Is, is it? I, a, I, do you yeah. speak common? <laughs> <laughs> We're just, it's real, you're real loud. It's not your fault. You're oh, just bigger than us. Sorry, sorry. 
and the hands shift further away from you uh, and the ground gets a little bit unsteady. It's like, is this easier, little ones? And it's like we've done a mixing in our ears. Like, oh, that's way better. Oh, actually, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. That was, oh, thanks. Cheers. Um, we're, we're here looking for a stone golem. Uh, uh, do you know where any are? Stone golem. Not here. This is the land of stone giants. Oh. Now. Is there is there any others any other stone giants around? You hear a rumble, and you feel the ground below you. Her hands begin to shake, and you can see the cascading waterfalls begin to almost bubble up further as she says there was oh, uh, uh, very sorry uh, uh, dexterity saving show as you rattle around in her <laughs> stone giant hands oh. Oh. eight Got a virtual dice, decided to like slide on a one and then turn to a, a 15. So thank God. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, I got yeah. a two on the dice. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, Hook, you take eight damage. Uh, Rander and Iggy, you both take. Sorry, you said 15, Rander? I got an 18 altogether. Nice. You also take eight. Iggy, you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. As the sobbing widow rattles you around her bony, stony hands. Ah, uh, uh, that shit. Um, what, could, what am I gonna do? Hmm. Um, oh, uh, I wanted. We want to tell her. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we we were talking. We were talking. Heartbreak took place here. Uh, we we want we came to to tr to see if we could help the heart. Are we in the right place? This is where a great sadness has happened, and I lost my partner. I have not seen them in many 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 years, and yet every day without them feels like an eternity. The ravine is named for me, little one. You are the but widow. There is no magic in my heart. I have lost my love, my life, my beauty. And until, until I find beauty again, I'm afraid I cannot help you. Hmm. But find me beauty, and I shall do what I can to come to your aid. What what do you find beautiful? Well, it's not about what I find beautiful, but about where you might find beauty. I Iggy, you got any particularly good drawings? <laughs> I, I I rifle through my selfies from the spa. Hmm. <laughs> Which one of these does my hair glisten the most? Um, um, 
Good I, I have that elven porn from the library I can show her. <laughs> <laughs> but I love I've kind of I've got my art my my I'm like a portfolio student going for my course. Like here, <laughs> which is adequate. <laughs> Beauty. Beauty. Um guys, what do you think? Uh I I I you know, perhaps you could give her, I mean, you've got your magic slate and drawings and stuff. Perhaps if she were to describe uh, a moment with her um, ex-lover, you could draw that for her. Like an illusion or something, yeah. Do you not have uh, magic markers? <laughs> um, I, I, some, some sort of, some magic chalk and I have a, like, my paintbrush is... I did you get something from... Um, yeah, the instrument of illusion. Uh, yes, it is. It, it's good for illusions. Um, we could give her okay. a moment if she if she can describe. Um, you know, we could we could let her see her lover mm. or or you know. Yeah, I, that sounds like a see a moment. Does that does that? Uh, I'll do this through messaging. <laughs> Well, I want to say this, this. I'm gonna pitch. I want to pitch that to her in a very gentle, understanding tone, with also some examples of my work. You know, to be like, I actually can draw quite photorealistic. It's not gonna be. He's not gonna be on a skateboard. Is what I'm saying. His head won't be extra large. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. To to do that, as opposed to instead of saying like, oh, I definitely use the right words to get them on my side. What do you say? <laughs> Well, just because Keelan said it, I, I wasn't sure. But um, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take from my pages the drawings that I have of my of my father that I've done, of some of other of, of them here, of people that we know. There's one. Um, I don't know if this does exist or not, but there's one of this kind of like um, cool guy and a dog who just looks quite heroic and cool. But I don't know who he is, but it's just one of the photorealistic ones, and I want to show those to her and say that um, I, this may be of no use to you, but I have found when I lose someone, the only way to keep them is uh, is if you can still see them every day and keep them in your eye hearts, your heart eyes. Um, could you tell me about who you've lost and maybe I can draw them for you? Yeah, you show, you show this um, stone giant your pictures. Uh, and on point of clarification for the eagle-eyed viewers out there, your picture of Pim and Whiskey isn't good. Like it <laughs> happened after your um, after the ritual. It's not it's not your best work. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not one of the more photo realistic ones. But you do have one. You have a sort of stick drawing of a dude and a dog. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh my god! There's a dog on the stream. Speaking of dog, there's a tiny dog on the stream. Podcast listeners, you're fools. There's a dog for a second there. There was a dog. Okay. Sorry. Um, um, we have a... She turns to you and goes, "No, no, you're, 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 you're paw sitting at the moment, aren't you, Paul?" Yeah, yeah. So we have a tiny, tiny little puppy, oh and she's a, she's a bit scared right now because of uh, fireworks. So, of uh, course. Of mm. Yeah. Keep them, uh, keep them with you for the whole stream, and never let their precious heart go. So. <laughs> This this giant, uh, while looking, kind of squints down at your pictures, which comparatively are very small, and goes, while nice 
there is no value in what you do. It is temporary. This is not where you find beauty. You need to go where beauty is. Hmm. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I could etch into the stone for her, but that would actually just be carving into her own hand, which <laughs> probably not. Maybe she's into tattoos. Maybe you were a cool tattoo. Um, okay, what do you think? Randy, feel free to like offer her beer at this point because I'm confused. I'm not sure. Maybe she's fine beauty and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I was also going to say uh, we could offer her the if she's got a broken heart. Maybe those berries. That's supposedly you know. Okay. Like, there's not a lot yeah, of them. Sure. But I could probably yeah, could you could you wrestle something up? I <laughs> brew a uh, a quick drink for her or a potion maybe using keggy. Yeah, yeah, sure. You can you can throw some of those uh, magories into keggy, and give me a. Um, you might have to help me out here. What is an artificer's like core stats? Um, like yeah. the, is it a medicine role we kind of want you to do here? Do we decide on something? I know we did. I should write. I have written it down every time. I just never look at my notes. So I think we have it. Like, a, there's a couple of craft things, but I think it's you use my proficiency um, bonus. Of course, you might have like you might have like a potions set or something. Yeah. So yeah. So give me a roll. Actually, like depending on what the number on the dice is, we might even have to look at the sheet. Right. I think it's a four. There's no way you're getting that. Um, I got an eleven. So with my proficiency, it's a four. It's a fifteen. Yeah, so. it's not your it's not your best work, but under the conditions <laughs> of being high in the sky and trying to brew on the fly, um, you uh, you make a you make a drink. Sweet sky. Uh, yeah. so, uh, what is it, little hairy one? Uh, I'm hoping that it's a drink that'll help you know alleviate your broken heart. And you see this giant hand come in, and is it still in Keggy? Have you? Um... No, I, I probably have taken it out and probably putting it into into something for like a, a barrel, um, or something. Yeah, she picks up the barrel and like sniffs at it, like a shot for her, and <laughs> even smaller. Um, this is nice. This is. Very kind of you. She takes a sip. And then kind of just crushes the barrel and sort of flicks that away. Like it came in like a tiny, one of those fancy like grass shots, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, then like wood. Uh, must be just like a tree. This is good. And it does make me, and you see that her tears, the waterfall has stopped a little bit does make my heart feel better but my heart still lacks beauty where is beauty and she's getting a little bit impatient or not even impatient just sort of like bored which is almost worse because if she's bored she might just like decide to open her hands i <laughs> the only thing i can think of and it might not be helpful is that uh People say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and uh, there there could be 
it, what what kind of demon is the demon here? Right? Something like that, yeah. I, uh, well, there could be beauty in that beholder's eye. I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> it sounds like a joke. Can I, can I, to test that theory, I have many drawings of that scary demon. Can mm -hmm. I, uh, can I show her one? And can I, I want to use like my, uh, the chalk or the paintbrush to make this one, like lessons to, to make it like, you know, bigger to actually make an illusion of it kind of thing. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sort of projecting upwards. Uh, yeah. Not from from things, but, yeah. yeah, you do that. And she goes, perhaps, <laughs> I do not know. Maybe this is where you do find beauty. If this is a beholder, beauty is in its eye. I need then its eye. I. <laughs> I. I. Okay. Okay. I. Okay. Every, we'll get an eye for you. Okay. We'll get the beholder's eye. That I will. Is... We were sort of. Yeah. Two. Two. Uh. Two birds with one stone. If you forgive the. Uh, pardon. Okay, um... <laughs> At that Can moment in time, funny enough, as as you say, two birds with one stone, um, a small raven lands down beside you in the hands and calls out, Grrr! and it just sort of looks at you, and it's it pecks at its feet a little bit, almost as if like it's just tapping away on the ground, and then it pecks down at its feet and pulls its head up almost as if it's pulling a zipper up out of a rip in reality and from this rip a tiny old woman dressed in black steps out and from under a cloak she pulls out a teapot and she goes ox bronx tea uh uh yeah never say no to a brew uh, <laughs> Are you a fae? I am o fay with tea. <laughs> yes, no, oh, well, that's good enough for me. Uh, it might not be the best place to stop, though. Sure, our friend here, she might, uh, she might get tired of holding us up. And this old woman turns around and goes, "Oh, oh, I'm, I'm early. I'm." Caw, caw, and like steps back into raven form and takes off from the hand. I perhaps I shouldn't have said that. That raven is that the same raven? That raven was here last night. You two was eating your food. Was oh, I remember you going on about banging on about some raven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at my pictures. Does it look like the raven that I drew? Um, make a perception check. And render. What was your question? Same question. Is this the raven that ate my supplies? That's why this drink wasn't so good. <laughs> Wait a second, it stole all my tea. Yeah. <laughs> why are teas going to taste amazing? I did draw lots of pictures of it, uh, the one last night. I got a 23 perception. Yeah, that, that like, two a tea uh, is the exact oh. same raven. Okay, so Tiny, a fairy lady has been following us, so that's a thing that's happening. I, a lot of things have happened uh, all at once. It's been a strange one. Um, <laughs> uh, well, she's she's gone now. Should we? I mean, do you? Uh, Beauty's an eye of a beholder. Sure, I've always thought that might be true. Let's give it a go. Mm. 
Oh, well, can I say to the giant, like, actually, that beholder is, um, you know, a horrible, horrible um, force uh, on this earth. Uh, so we are actually are going to try and um, stop it. And we can save the eye for you, uh, if you'd like. So um, if you can let us carry on our business, then. Carry on? Well, okay. She save you for granted. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. And you feel uh, her hands reach down, and because of her sheer size, she puts you down on the ground. But you realize once again you're the other side of the ravine. <laughs> can, can I ask her one more thing before we stop? For it is. This is maybe we got a bit mixed up because we needed the heart of a stone golem or goblin or something like that. Um, that is actually quite important in our getting of the beholder's eye. Uh, you wouldn't have have you crushed any stone stone golem's hearts lately? Would you know of any lying around? No, I am not a stone golem heart crusher. I am a heartbroken weeper. And you realize as you're the other side of the ravine that the waterfall that you had seen earlier is gone. Well, it's not gone. It's just on this woman's face. Oh. Uh, as she continues to cry down into the ravine, filling up the sea below. Man, I, we can't really ask her for her heart, right? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult ask. So let's hope. <laughs> but was the was the stone heart? Was that not for the defenses? It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not very essential. But it's but, not essential for the. Um, the holder part. Yeah, but I was hoping to try and persuade her that we would need it to get her what she wanted. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Trick Probably. trick the sad woman into giving us her heart. The two things are connected. So. Yeah. She, as you kind of go down this line of um, persuasion, which you, we kind of started as she was dropping you down, she goes, if I could give you my heart, I would, but I have no heart to give. But when I find beauty, my heart will be whole. And then, it is yours. Thank I, you. Well, yeah, that's that's very kind. That's uh, that's that's incredibly fair. Sure, we'll we'll deal with the old beholder thing. And and the thing is, even if the eye's not there, it it not wrecking the gaff might make the whole place a lot more beautiful. You know, you can. Mm. <laughs> so, it's. Could, uh, you, could you pop us down on the other side? Actually, oh yes, yes, sure. Thank you. And these two hands come in and crush like a lot of the earth from where you're standing. And you come up with like a big clod of the ravine. Which okay. Has a okay. That's what I was. OK. Yes. Thank oh, you. Here. Here. Where are you picked us up? By the, by the tiny town. Yes. Uh, I'm just not a, too yeah, close. Not too, to too close to the tiny town. Thank you. Yeah. And she lays down. Creepier Ben in your costume. <laughs> I will go because your size makes it impossible for you to say goodbye without it being awkward because you will say bye and walk for quite some time, but you, I will still be right. So I will go back where I, I'll go further actually because that's a bit of it. It's, I'll I... walk, and you know where I am. 
Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes, that was. And actually, as she's saying that she is just disappearing, but it takes her impossibly long to like dip behind the horizon. She's like, I can still see you. <laughs> she's very oh. similar. Go. No, we're no, just still waiting. Start to say <laughs> no, okay. No. Go. And the unfortunate thing is, as she's walking, um. The destruction below her caused by these two waterfalls on literal land is just like rushing a lot of the Widow's Ravine, sort of like rocks and towns and roads and anything that was here. She has pretty much uh, caused some sort of, you know, catastrophic events. Uh, oh. But one farmer is like, whoa, we haven't had rain for days. Yeah, I supplies off that one guy. And she lies down, and as you sort of like blink and adjust your eyes, it just looks like hills, the way it always has been. You're like, oh, wait, where, where on earth did she go? Ah, yeah. where on earth did she go? Oh, oh. <laughs> full of jokes today. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so I feel like <laughs> we're not a lot closer to the old stone golem's heart but um that's interesting i well you know uh i reckon we got a good reason i mean we already had a good reason to be reckoned with this beholder but now it could be integral hmm. maybe she could help as well she is quite she seems uh you know um quite wieldy i but she she hasn't seemed to mind so far. Well, yeah, maybe she can help. You know, if she's the cliff face that people are leaping off, perhaps she can catch them. Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> perhaps if we make her a little bit happier, that's what she'll do. Did we ask her her name? Uh, no. I was wondering if her name was Hanai. <laughs> Hanai Diana. <laughs> And at any point, did, do we remember that we saw like she had like um some kind of uh, cheesy charm necklace that she was given as a gift that had like her name written on it or something? No, there was no name tag or bracelet or or any of the source. What she didn't you? even have like a license plate, like keychain. Okay, like her her luggage wasn't like it didn't have like initials. Do we have no initials? nothing have nothing monochromed? If any, okay. It, she never really introduced herself, and, and nor did we, to be fair. Um, although that crow knew who we were. Oh, yes. What happened to that? Can we look around for that raven? And can yeah, I say you... raven? Raven? <laughs> you look around, um, and as you make a, make a perception check. I keep doing this. Take here, all of us. All of you, if you want. Hey. Ooh, 23. Another 23. Nice. I got an eight. Cool. Seventeen. Nice. So, he's actually oh. looking inside his own bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm there. Uh, as as you're looking around, uh, you don't see a crow, but you do see that same old woman who has set out for um or five actually. Uh teacups, tea sets, and is pouring uh from a great height five cups of tea. I'm sorry, I was early, um, but now I think I'm on time. You are all, um, there's no easy way to put this. Going to 
die. Oh. That's not good news. Oh, it rarely is. I will, we're all gonna die. Sorry, uh, what's your name? I just suddenly have an urge to ask people. <laughs> me? Yes, well, there are some who call me Hanoi. <laughs> In some places, Captain Morgan. And what? occasionally, the charming man, which oh. I find ridiculous because I am not charming or a man. But most people know me as the Morrigan. Oh. The Morrigan. What's that again? Well, <laughs> me. We, we've met her before, <laughs> though, right? Yes, yes. I'm surprised you don't recognize me. I literally sent you back in time in that one. Well, I guess it was like a what you mortals might call what? a one shot. A one shot <laughs> chance to go back in time. Well, that was excellent, yes. Oh, so when you say we're going to die, you mean back in that thing where we just like died over and over again um, in that like ancient battle? This time, not quite. Um, it seems like you weren't. The thing is, and here's the. I'm sorry, you I haven't met before. And she points out to you right here. She goes, but I have killed many of you elsewhere. Weird. Hmm. <laughs> well, Scary. I wouldn't worry. Oh, I don't mean to, the tea is meant to put you at ease. The tea is what's scaring me the most. Oh, well, it's just tea. But you look in and you see the leaves are like in the shape of a skull. They just do that. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. I, this is strange because usually I wouldn't come down here. Um, especially because you already have some of, you know, my kind helping you out and I don't like to meddle. But uh, you're not meant to die, but you're going to die. And usually I would be fine with that but it's out of order did you make a big decision recently about to do something i with uh, all of us or just you know one of us well any of any decision in any group can change the tides of fate um we did decide uh to walk uh over this side of the ravine is that what you mean maybe <laughs> i uh we were gonna Take on the beholder here. That's an idea. Oh, it also stop the ending of the world. You know that decision. That's a big well, one. Yes, you might die then, but this beholder thing. I think you might die if you do that. But don't worry. It's just, and she can see her trying to sense out into the world, like it's as if she lives in. Imagine a being who lives in five dimensions trying to perceive a world in three dimensions mm. in the same way that it would be impossible for us to perceive a world in one dimension. And she's there being like, it's fuzzy for me because I can't really tell why or when or how, but this beholder, what is it? Not a I know what a beholder is. I'm not an idiot. I, I just mean like this specific beholder. It's a horrible demon. Uh -huh. oh. And where is it? I think it's uh, in that ravine, um, maybe quite deep down. Yes, yes. The path you seek is a long, long way down. It seems to be through. Do you know a place called the Underdark? The Underdark? Uh, no, I'm not familiar with their work. 
Well, if you follow the river made by this widow's tears, but believe me, where you go, don't trust anyone. For if they know you are there and who you are, they will keep you there. So I suggest before you go, make your peace. For who knows if you'll ever get a chance to do again. And whatever you do, don't give your name. Don't say your name. No one has a name in the house of dawn. Just keep walking. Do not look back. Go beyond your fear and there you will find a back way in. Ah, yes. I see. You're not going to the Underdark, you're going to the Underworld. That's why you will die. Because you need to, to get there. Oh, okay. This causes a lot of complications. I, uh, when we die, can we, can we leave the Underworld? This is it. You can travel as you are, but if you fall there, there is no getting you back. But my balance is pretty good. But we can we can emerge. We can come back. I don't think anyone ever has, unless they go the long way round. The long way round takes quite some time. There was this, there was this man. There was this. Bastard, this backwards bastard who went the long way around, but <laughs> I don't think he's quite made his way here yet. But I have an idea, a shortcut, because like I say, you're not meant to die now. And trust me, it's kind of my thing. Um, but if I take some of your soul, now try, but don't, I know when I, when I say to people, give me a little bit of your soul, but if I take a little bit and siphon it into this teapot, you will not be fully here or there, but at least if you fall, you can be brought back. It has a grave, grave cost, but consider the cost insurance and it is repaid when you return. So you don't need to worry about that. But like I said, you can go as you are, but if you fall, there's no coming back. So it's like a save point. A save point. <laughs> That's an interesting concept. Save state. Little flag on it. Little flag on the teapot. Are you saying? Are you saying that if we were to go down this way into the underdark, mm. this beholder is it something that you think we could kill if we were in that land? Hard to say. Even the smallest mouse can kill an elephant. But obviously, more elephants kill mice, so it's yeah. And can the smallest mouse? I don't think the smallest mouse could ever kill an elephant. I'm not very good at inspiring hope. <laughs> I, I, I met the smallest mouse once. He was a real coward. Sometimes you can lose the hay stick inside the needle. I heard. Yes. 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 So, um, hard to say. Maybe this one seems strapping and silent. Uh, what, what is the cost of giving you a piece of our soul? Sorry. Hard to tell. Souls leave different things behind. And you say you always get a surprised look when you when you ask that when you ask people for a bit of their soul. So you've done this before. Well, no one does. I have 
siphoned some souls before. Rather, I've asked people, where do you want me to put your soul? Um, and they usually don't consider it as a thing separate from themselves. Hmm. But it can be. You can have things without souls. Geese, for example. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe that a geese. <laughs> why, um, why geese? Why all the geese? Geese, geese are infernal. Geese. Mm. Uh, so freaks. Hmm. <laughs> Good to know. Um, um, okay. <laughs> How are you guys feeling on this whole? Um... Do you want me to give you some time? I I, we back. might we might need to think about this. It's one of those uh, you know big uh, life or death decisions, as you might I'm say. Only, I'm only Can here to say, back? if you are to make this journey, uh, you know, prepare yourselves. Maybe find out as much as you can before confronting this demon, this beholder, and oh, I learn know. about what it is and what it can do and how you can protect yourselves. And well, if there's anyone who might be able to, and Iggy, at this moment in time, it occurs to you that like that conversation we had with your father, like I don't know, six weeks back in real real world time, but like uh, literally. Um, Tomorrow in, in this world's time. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a good time to have that. Um, we don't need to revisit it. It's already happened on stream. That's what I was uh, about to ask you is like, are we, we're coming up to like, I'm not, because I was thinking, wait, if I see my dad now, I can't like tell him everything's going on because we've already had this, but that's the few, okay. We're coming up to that point. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I would you asked a lot about Rua, but we didn't really get into a lot of more demon questions. Only to rewatch the stream. I don't think we did. No, um, no we didn't. So, like... um, uh, which is where we can pick up that conversation, so okay. to speak. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we need to find out more about the demon. Yeah. I well, that's. I mean, we don't just blast into fights all the time. I mean, so I started blast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good advice, and sure, we're here to do that as well. And so, what was the way that you said? How do you get into the underdark? Follow the river of the widow's tears. Deep, deep down, go beyond your fear. There, you shall find a back way in. Aye, and we can't, we can't tell anyone our names. Tell no one your names. What if it says Hux Punks on the back of my cloak here? Yes, I have this uh, tacky necklace as well. I actually like those necklaces, by the way. They sound like weird. Well, well I, I can <laughs> say no more than prepare yourselves. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! I, <laughs> Actually, you there, um, uh, hi, King of Hibernia, hello, it's me, one of your gods. Um, maybe don't mention to Manon and Mechalia that I stepped, it's kind of a turf thing. I'm not really meant to step in if one of you has already claimed. But nature and death, eh, kind of hand in hand. I mean, if it's a warning about not, not killing us, that's, that's fine, you step in. It's specifically a warning about you having to kill you. Yeah. I, all right, that's worse. That is but worse. at least finding a way to get you back. Mm. If you want. All right, well, how could we... We'll, we'll have to have an old a wee chat. Um, how, will you just be there, or shall we... Like, is there a way of summoning you? I've been following you for days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Iggy yeah. mentioned. Mm. Uh, you can have whatever you want from Randy's pack. That's grand. No! <laughs> She goes over and starts like rummaging through like 
takes out, and at this moment in time, um, she takes out, name something from your inventory, Randy. Uh, your most precious item. Yeah, I was going to say, can I not? His staff. His staff, I probably is what comes out. <laughs> my staff. Uh... Your staff? No, 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 my staff. Uh, my... No, I'm joking. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the raven breaks the staff with her beak. <laughs> Who needs this? Blah. <laughs> I can use um, this for a nest. Sweet nest. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I don't know what she'll do, and I'm kind of like, mm. uh, name a herb. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, actually, yeah, no, uh, no, I don't want to do that. Um, how about my, uh, oh, goat's apprentice book of inventions? Yeah, sure. Um, she is ruffling through your stuff and she takes out this book and she throws it behind her and it almost hits you. Um, Rhonda, roll a d10. Roll a d10, okay. Also, um, it's it's beyond quarter two. Mm. Okay. I'm aware. Uh, I got a ten. Nice. And um, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, my dexterity modifier is three. Um, let me just quickly find this out. Yes. Um, you instinctively, as this book comes flying towards your hen- head, your hand moves and catches it. Oh, cool. And you realize that you're wearing the gloves of missile snaring. Ooh. So when a ranged weapon attack hits you while you're wearing them, you can use a reaction to reduce the damage by 1d10 plus your dexterity modifier, provided that you have a free hand. If you reduce the damage to zero, you catch the missile if it's small enough for you to hold in that hand. Cool. And the damage is only like six because it was a buck being like lightly tossed towards your head. Please. Yeah, so you catch it, boom. And that is what you have. That's a good way of finding out about that, uh, those gloves. <clears throat> Sorry, I stepped on it. <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly, perfectly lined up. Um, she goes, well, well, um, look, Huxpunks, um, think about it. I'll meet you before, like, a big decision needs to be made. No, the other decision is, don't go in there. But I feel like that's a bit more macabre. Mm. You know, no one ever listens when you're like, don't go in there. No one ever listens. I mean, as soon as you said that, I was like, let's just go now. <laughs> but so many signs, like warning, beware, you've gone too far. I could use an ominous tone, like who goes there? Don't come in here, people. Always do. I've tried to warn so many people away from their death. That's why I'm here. There's more demon. He's been stepping in on my job. Aye. Oh yeah, you should be you should be helping us. He's been he's well, been speeding people on the way. I think I am helping you. And he's been taking people before their time, which is not okay for the books. So, tell you what. You beat them. And maybe I'll help you. <gasps> More help. We beat who? I, I help you. If, if, we if you want. The beholder. Well, I... Oh, if, oh, sorry. If you beat the More Demon, who's kind of been taking souls way before they're meant to die. Oh, okay. Um, and between you and me, they're not making it to the underworld. That's a problem, too. You can't do that. 
Yeah, he's eating them. That's awful. Okay. Uh, okay. So you, and then you might be able to help my friends do have a bit of an issue with something else that's happening in the world. And you might be able to help them with that. Yeah. We'll see. If there's <laughs> a lot of death involved, then definitely. Hmm. You know, there is. A lot of the things we do have a lot of death involved. Yes, we're fun to be around. Some people say too much death follows us around. Wait a minute. Uh, no. <laughs> I will never say that. <laughs> no, we're not seeing any of your only really, only really Rander would say that. He's new. I would say the appropriate <laughs> amount of death follows. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good slogan. Hmm. Okay. Um... I feel like if I said something really dramatic here, like, you would die. That would be a great point to, like, you know, leave you as in a little bit of a, what they call, I only think because we're right here, a cliffhanger. But yeah, well, we've we kind of talked a lot about this. And it's, should we just finish our tea in peace? All right, let's... <laughs> thinking, Ben, how are you going to turn this, like, conversation where we're perfect? <laughs> okay, and then we... Like, we can just... Not on each other? Not everyone does. Can I show him pictures like I would like holiday snaps? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like mm. Arlington holding those pieces and he looked real cool. Mm. As you go over and show the Morgan um pictures of uh these of like the adventures you've gone to, it's like uh, yes, yes, I remember when you killed them. That was good for me. I'm... <laughs> Iggy. Do you smell that? Uh, is this the start of a cruel joke? Uh, no, no, I'm deadly serious. Uh, smell what? No, I, I can't smell anything. Well, uh, I don't know. No. Iggy, are you aware you don't have a soul? Um, well, uh, sorry, like a soul, like, um, are we, is this, I'm, I can't play many instruments. Okay, I can't play any instruments. Um, <laughs> I, I have, I, I have been told I have, I have no soul in that, in that kind of context. Um, what did you mean? You are soulless. That's, you know what, while you're thinking on that, let me think on this. That's not good. I will so are you saying that other people have souls and that that's unusual? Most, most people do. Except uh, for can you, can you tell, like, does it, do I, do, can you smell that, like, a soul was here recently or is it void, like, null and void? Oh, yeah. Yes, there was. You've had a soul before. And actually, um, looking at your pictures, you can really tell there's not a lot of soul put into the last couple. Okay, and I'm going to take them back. I did not actually ask for a critique. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pull back your stuff, yeah. uh, and the Morrigan sits there and zips herself back up into a raven and flies away. That is where we will end tonight's show. God, what a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, you didn't. Artist subjective, like, you know? Oh, just... I don't know. I also <laughs> hope that something that we did to block out your. You know, mother from seeing you hasn't also possibly ripped out your soul and deposited somewhere where we don't. I mean, I'm just digging myself into a hole here. It was your mother. I made, deal, I made a deal with the devil as well, essentially. So that also might have been a bit soul. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Who knows? Um, we will be back in about two weeks' time. In well, exactly two weeks' time. 
Uh, I will be normally dressed. <laughs> <laughs> I have, oh, yeah, are um, you dressed up as something? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I just expect that was just bad. bad there's, just... there's like a flu going around, and it's really knocked me for one. <laughs> yeah. We'll all be normally dressed. You know, we're all not going to be wearing our costumes next in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, true, true, true. Um, but before we go, if you don't already, please do subscribe to us on YouTube. If you enjoy our show, if you enjoy our kind of drunken rambles or tipsy tabletop, uh, please uh, like, follow us on the socials. We're at Home Request. Um, use our promo codes, Oxpunks, over to go to irish.com. And if you like shows uh, that sort of dissect entertainment, chat pop culture, and you like the look of this guy, um, he'll be live on YouTube this coming Thursday. It's not only Thursdays, he did a surprise live show yesterday. Yeah, um, we, Paul, what's the topic for the week? Uh, yeah, we did Dune yesterday because we went to see Dune. Um, and um, <laughs> I guess Keelan hasn't been able to see Dune yet. Um, no. I, well, well, don't watch that because it's very spoilery. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> um, but uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, some Halloween, um, some re uh, re revival of the Halloween genre in um, three shows that are on Netflix. Kind of really bringing classics of, of um, horror tropes and everything like that back, which I'm saying that people should watch. So that's the kind of thing nice. we'll be talking about. I uh, I, I usually uh, tune in, and, and when I can, I won't watch that because I'm a scaredy cat. So <laughs> just seeing creepy things gives me nightmares. Um, but you should, and if you have more courage than me, uh, check out Hear Us Out on Thursday. You got live at eight, right? Same yeah. As us, same yeah. Similar, yeah. Um, every like Thursday, eight, uh, eight Irish PM. time. Yeah. And all the videos uh, are there. So I, I highly recommend, unlike, say, this show, where, like, scrolling through our videos, you're like, where do I start? I mean, at the beginning. You can really go through the Hero Set channel, uh, obviously subscribe there. And, like, if you see the, the title of something, you're like, oh, nice. I really want to watch that. Or I have thoughts about that, too. So start there. Good way to do it. Um, but we will be back in two weeks' time. Until then, look after yourselves. Be sound. Good night. And joy be with you all. Bye. Also, you should probably listen to Rude Tales of Magic. It's way better than this. Like, I like it. That's a, that's a good show. Check them out. Stuff like that the whole time? Uh, it's, it's audio, but you can picture characters like me. Ooh. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Homebrew. If you enjoyed this episode, be sound and rate us on iTunes or the Android store or follow on Spotify or just click all the buttons wherever you're hearing this it really helps us out that's it thanks again we'll see you in the next episode